Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. I almost forgot what the podcast was called. <laughs> I was like, never done this before. <laughs> With me, I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? At least I remember your name. That, that's good. I'm glad that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh... I, I almost said the first podcast we did. I almost did it. I was like, another digital citizen, another digital citizen, not the other one. <laughs> that that's a throwback. Uh, which I don't even remember if you did like an intro the same way. Or maybe you did. I don't even remember. I don't remember. Yeah. If you want those episodes, contact Luke. I don't have them anymore. I don't think. <laughs> I think they were. I think I lost most. At least I think I lost them all on the old computer. Oh no! I'm pretty sure they might they might have ended up on like an external drive somewhere. It's possible, but I don't know where they are. So, (laughs) Uh, can we talk a little about TLC and what a terrible, terrible TV channel TLC is? The Learning Channel, sure. I I don't even think it actually stands for that anymore. I I don't think, but um, so uh, I. Definitely didn't see three seasons of Sister Wives this uh, week. That's uh, definitely not... Sister Wives, right, okay. Uh, uh, Seeking Sister Wives, even it's called. Uh, uh, Is is... that different than the regular Sister Wives? How is that? Well, so what the whole thing is, is like, uh, it's about either couples that like are in... uh, in a relationship with, uh, like, more wife, wife oh, or this okay. a man and a wife. Yeah, I've seen Cinnamon Toast Ken cover the one, the one couple. It is so Garrick fucking addictive. <laughs> I've never like. There's all these other stories on that show, as I'm to understand, but the only one I've ever seen is the, yes, is the one that Cinnamon Toast Ken covers. Oh yeah, 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 no, it's it is, it is so freaking addictive. Uh, I, 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 I was like, oh, cool. This this sounds like something I I could like, and uh, and I I watched one episode and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, let's see another, uh, and then I saw another and another and another, and all of a sudden I had said, <laughs> seen three seasons. Of seeking, seeking sister wife. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, this is so good." <laughs> and that, this is basically a spinoff of the other TLC show, which is just called Sister Wives. Yes, right. Yes. So, like, yes. if you liked this, there's a good possibility you're gonna like the original if you haven't seen that also, right? So, then you've yeah, got I probably know. however many seasons of that. I bet there's more seasons of that than there are of this. I, I'm sure. But uh, I, I think I think the whole thing with so there uh, there especially I think it was in season two where I figured out why why do I find find this so compelling and it's not like uh, there is this dude that has two wives 
that are very much trying to find him another wife, and he doesn't seem that into it. And most of the time, I've 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 been thinking like, oh, this has to be a, a guy thing that wants multiple wives because that is what he's into. Uh, and uh, for for sure, for some people uh, in this TV show, uh, there is a fetish in having a lot of ki- uh, children or and multiple wives. Okay. But he was like, he was kind of like, eh, so so interested. I mean, uh, 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 there there's another guy that that makes his wife cry when 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 he goes on the first date. <laughs> With another like suitor and things like that, so I there are some wives in this show that isn't that into it, but some of the wives in this show is like, oh, I really want a sister wife. But and like, I, how much I, of that is them doing it for like the can because they're in front of a camera? You know what I mean? And how right. much of it is them actually feeling that way? And like, right, the one that I saw. Uh, when they went down to meet the woman, like in Puerto Rico or something, they meet the Puerto woman. Rico, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, it, and the, she's hot. The one woman definitely <laughs> seemed like, oh, I'm totally into this. I yeah. definitely. But once they met her, yeah, it seemed like she wasn't as into it as she was when yes. before. Like, yeah, and I completely that, agree. And this Garrett guy, there's definitely something religious behind his wanting to have multiple wives. Oh, mo- most of them are Mormons. Uh, fundamental Mormons. They don't really... Do they bring that up in the show? Uh, some some of them do. Okay. Uh, there, There is this African-American couple that uh, says in the beginning, uh, people think we're Mormons, but we're not. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I guess most but, people would just assume... Yeah. Because of the just the term, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 And uh, it's just like I, I, I don't know what it is with TLC shows like uh, this one and also uh, the uh, dating abroad one uh, that I don't remember what ninety it's days. For some ninety day fiance. Nine- yeah. Well, what did they say in that one commercial I saw? The ninety day c- c- uh, cinematic universe. Right, because there's many yes, ninety-day yes. shows. I mean, what is it with TLC? They have the 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 best dope you can ever get. Like, if you get into it, you really, really, really get into it. But it is seriously like the most bottom of the barrel content yes. that you could ever possibly <laughs> ever it possibly is. think of to create. It's just like the so, so I feel a little embarrassed. <laughs> I feel a little embarrassed every time I watch it. Uh, I've seen something worse this week, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, we'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, no, it's just like so, so freaking weird. Like it's, uh, it's, it's one of those uh, TV stations where, where I remember when I w- was a kid uh, watching TLC. I remember like. Uh, uh, there was this show with uh, people that had dwarfism uh, that has had a lot of kids, and about their their uh, and it was like sixteen seasons about their life, and I saw every single episode of that, and I remember 
TLC or say yes to the dress. I mean, the one <laughs> like I couldn't care less about weddings. I'm and I'm, but I'm sitting there and like, yes, she found the dress. <laughs> yeah, TLC has the best programming. Did you know that N NASA uh, founded TLC? No, really? Uh, yeah, in in the seventies, uh, in participation with the Education Satellite Communication Demonstration, in partnership with the Department of Health, Education, and mm -hmm. Welfare, as well as NAS NASA, TLC was intended to transmit instructional, career, and health programming via satellite to provide televised <laughs> educational material to public schools and universities, uh, specifically yeah, in that. Appalachian <laughs> mountains where people didn't have access to that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, that's when it was still called the Learning I mean, Channel. I guess it was called the Learning Channel until 1998, <laughs> and that's when they changed it over to being called uh, TLC, which doesn't stand for the Learning Channel anymore. What does it stand for? Nothing. It just it nothing? just just means TLC. Yeah. That's all. That's yeah. It used to mean the Learning Channel, and then. It's, the acronym, obviously, but yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, it is very educational. Buying dresses and and watching people getting fake married. It's just funny that how did it get go from being founded by NASA <laughs> to sister wives, right? Or gy gypsy sisters? You know what I mean? Oh, gypsy sisters! You, you, you are at fault there. You were was that was a great show. Oh, love that show. Before, you know, it turned out they were actually horrible people, and that's why they ended up getting yes. kicked off the show. Yeah, yeah. Or the channel, I mean. So that is my little rant about how addicting TLC is today. Uh, let's go into the news. Uh, NATO allies sign uh, accusation protocols for Sweden and Finland. So this is a huge step in the direction of getting both Sweden and Finland into NATO. In what is called a historic moment for NATO's 30 members, uh, oh, NATO's 30 members have signed off on protocols for Finland and Sweden. The application for the Nordic countries will now be sent to the parliament of each member's state for approval. This could take up to a year before uh, their membership bids are ratified. The two countries' potential membership in the powerful military alliance represents a major blow to Vladimir Putin. Part of the Kremlin's stated rationale for its invasion of Ukraine was to halt NATO's eastward expansion, right? That didn't really work out well for Russia, did it? Not really, no. It like gave these countries a reason to join. I mean, they wouldn't have ever joined, probably, if it wasn't for Russia's invasion, and Russia's or invasion Russia? no. No. was their whole re well not their whole reasoning there was the Donbass region and everything else but was the whole NATO thing uh, let's say 90% is is their fault right so uh, yeah it kind of backfired on them really Hello. when you think about it Finland shares a long border with Russia and the two Nordic countries uh, once famously neutral have advanced military and strategic ports in the Baltic Sea um, the mm. protocol means that two applicants can have greater access to NATO's intelligence and can participate in assemblies, but neither country will be protected by the alliance defense until it obtains full membership. Right. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, a deal was made uh, with the Turkish president. Uh, wow. 
we'll just call him er Erdogan because his first name is, how do you even say that? That's too many vowels in one word. Uh, Erdogan dropped his veto threat stating that he had received full cooperation for both Sweden and Finland uh, against the Kurdish militant group PKK and its allies. So that was the big thing in the way of ratifying yeah. this, right, was Turkey. And now yeah. uh, the president is saying he's going to agree to it, so... Yeah, I um, I I think this is uh, to be all uh, in all honest. I think this is a good idea, and I I think this is a good way of showing um, support to Ukraine. Actually, is letting both Sweden and and uh, Finland become members of NATO. It's definitely a middle finger to to Russia. Yeah, I mean, the scary part would be some kind of retaliation, obviously, for joining. Sure. Um, another scary thing is that, like, that puts... It just surrounds that border of Russia more, you know, boxing them in, yeah. which, you know... Yeah. Like, putting a raccoon in a corner is never a good idea. Um, no. Yeah, and then... But I think what we said when we initially th thought of this... or heard about this, sorry, was that, like, why join now? Obviously, it's because of um, Ukraine, but <coughs> seemingly when they announced this, Russia was, like, losing horribly uh, against Ukraine and, and our allies, uh, the U.S. Um, right. They couldn't even take take any part of Ukraine. Now it seems like Russia's starting to take more parts of Ukraine, so I, I have more understanding yeah, yeah. now of them joining NATO, see, seeing as, seeing how Russia is, mm, is starting to take over certain parts of the regions that they wanted to take. Right. It just seemed weird at yeah, the that, time that they would do it when, yeah. when Russia was, like, losing, right? Right. Yeah, now they are really pushing mil military in, in in Ukraine now, so it seems like this is a good way of of, of seeing it. I get, I guess, I guess uh, it kind of fits with an, another thing that we're going to talk about. I, I think we're, I'm going to switch a little around there. Do you think that's maybe because uh, because of Norway's support of of uh, this has been why we were attacked by a pro-Russian group? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Probably not. But uh, <laughs> I mean, there's possibility it could have something to do with it. Uh, Norway's public mm -hmm. and private sector websites were temporarily down on Wednesday, following a cyber attack that target cyber attack that targeted the country's national data network, forcing it to suspend online services for hours. Uh, the head of the Norwegian National Security Authority said that the criminal a criminal pro-Russia group seems to be behind the attacks, uh, adding the attacks give the impression that we are a piece in the current political situation in Europe. So that kind of adds credence to what you were saying, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about it. Like, it doesn't seem like it's uh, 110%, like, not to do with anything to do with the war in Russia. That seems a little bit weird, if it really is 
It just says pro-Russian group. It doesn't mean, like, that doesn't mean Russia at all. That could be right, from right. some other totally different country. Uh, they're just pro-Russian. Uh, the prime minister said he believed the DDoS attacks were caused by uh, a sig... Oh, did not cause significant damage, according to the AP, although authorities did not specify the motivations behind the hack. Norwegian media reports that there were complaints over Russian supplies being blocked from passing through Norway to an to a Russian coal mining settlement. Uh, the attack on Norway comes two days after Lithuania reported a similar hack that targeted their public and private institution websites. So... So, do you think uh, do you think they did it now because of of the NATO thing? Because that's what I'm thinking. Probably right. Uh, well, it's hard to tell because nobody's claimed responsibility for it. Like it says here that yeah. this Russian-backed hacking group uh, claimed the Lithuania hack but has not as of yet claimed the Norwegian hack so that's they're just making that connection and then saying oh it must have been these people mm. right mm. because it's a similar type of attack but DDoS attacks are not like it's not like a, a signature thing or anything that's like a very standard kind of a hacker move to do you know what I'm saying uh, yeah, I I know of people that has been the dust attacked. I I, I think I I saw one, a live once, long, long 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 time ago. <coughs> yeah, it's not that the, it's not that easy to DDoS attack someone. <laughs> Nowadays. Now, well, yeah, especially government websites, like they're yeah. set up to be able to. Well, most of them, I would assume, are set up to be able to route, be able to route around if, like, there's mul if there's hundreds of th like things coming in, tell telling, trying to overload the system. Yeah, there's going to be yeah. like ba a back way around that if you're if it's a government website, mm -hmm. but I guess not in this situation. Just look at healthcare.gov. That went really good. Um, <laughs> talking about attacks. Uh, there is uh, likely no uh, terror-related uh, motive for the Danish attack. Uh, there was a shooting in Denmark, four dead. Uh, a gunman killed three people, is what it says here. An oh, open three people. Fire in a crowded shopping mall, acted alone, and apparently selected his victims completely at random, Danish police said Monday. All but ruling out the attack was related to any kind of terrorism. Authorities filed preliminary charges of murder and attempted murder against a 22-year-old Danish man uh, who will be held for 24 days in a mental health facility. Mm -hmm. After the custody hearing, defense lawyers said that she agreed to have her client undergo a mental exam. She did not comment on his charges. Police have said the man was known by health services, uh, already known by mental health services without elaborating. Okay. Yeah, uh, and there was a shooting in America on Monday? On 4th of July, and, there was one, but I think there yeah. was multiple on 4th of July, actually. Like, there's one that everybody's talking about, but there was more than one that actually happened that same day. 
Yeah. I mean, we can talk about, like, the shooting here in America. I mean, it's just not no, I, as I, big of a story, I, I, you know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, it just seems like there's this trend uh, going on right now where where there uh, where uh, there are random attacks I mean the one in Norway well, was definitely terror uh, related right it seems like it uh, I'm very happy that it doesn't seem like it was here um, there was also an attack uh, I didn't find any uh, uh, newspaper talking about this uh, that w wasn't Norwegian. But uh, there was a burning of the Quran in Norway in different um, uh, states uh, of of Norway, uh, and one of the people that had organized this, uh, uh, there was two Muslim women that drove into his car and forced him out of the road. Forced him off the road? You mean? Yeah, yeah, off the road. Okay. Yeah, so that happened uh, as well. What does that mean? So, what do you mean they forced him off the road? What, is, what does that mean? They they crashed into him. Oh, okay. Did he yeah. get hurt? Did he die? What, what yeah, they, 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 flipped, they flipped the car. Uh, the, the car got flipped, but nobody was hurt. Okay. But they, they did it on purpose, of course. So... But it, it just seems like it... Uh, there's a lot of... The reason why I'm, I'm saying all this, it seems like... Violence in Europe is escalating as well in the states. Uh, well, I mean, I think when you have these kind of attacks and they get um put on the news in such a fashion, especially how we've seen in the last bunch of weeks here in America, you're gonna get copycat type people are all around the world mm. who see these things and go, oh, I could do that. You know what I mean? Um, again, one of the reasons we never, like, say any, any, any of these people's names to not glorify it, but I think that has something to mm. do with it. It's like when you see it in one place um, and then it starts happening, copycat type things start happening in other places, uh, that's part of it. Whether it's the... the a hundred percent the reason these people did it uh i don't i don't know but i think that has something it's definitely something to look into whether you know i don't want to say promoting but like reporting on these things like over and over and over again uh makes the people who want to do these things go oh i'm going to be on the news like for weeks if i do this kind of thing you know what i'm saying my my mm -hmm. name is going to be infamous um i don't think that helps yeah, no, oh, I agree. But just like seems like there is this trend going. I mean, uh, there was uh, there was a time in in the states where it was like very, it was almost like a, a silent area of of like almost a year where there was almost no mass shootings, and now uh, it has escalated again. It seems like there is one every week in the United States now. Uh, and uh, now we have had one in in Denmark and Norway in succession. It just seems like maybe there there is a lot of violence flaring right now, and I wonder if there there is a reason behind it, or am I wrong saying that uh, 
that it has flared out up. I don't think you're wrong about that. I, I just, I think that's the, probably the reason that these two, you know, things happen. These people are in countries that have less access to guns, but these two people were able to access guns, and mm. those were the people that did this kind of shooting, right? Does that make sense? They saw mm, they mm. they saw this on the news and they went, "Wow, I have access to guns. I could do something just like that." And I happen to have right. terror uh, terrorist uh, not terrorist. I happen to have insane like beliefs worldview. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I don't know but what, I, what what else. I, I don't think it's like some kind of uh Plan. I don't think all these people are like talking together in some kind of chat room and decided. You know, see what I'm, I'm. I'm not. I don't think there's like some underlying motivation. I think the one, the guy in Norway and the guy in Denmark are two totally separate incidents. But right, right. So I don't think in that way it's like there's like a there's like a planned but it's, uh, uprising uh, you or something. You, yeah. But usually, we saw this uh, after the attacks in Paris. There wasn't a, uh, an attack right after Paris, and I wonder if 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 it's like a violence escalate violence kind of thing. But I, I guess we will see. Maybe, hopefully, it's just two independent people that went crazy. I, I think, the like time. the way I think about it, is kind of like, well, the Norway. Uh, was a Muslim man uh, who attacked mm. this situation. Most of these right-wing shooters in America hate Muslims. They would hate this guy. They would, you know, uh, these right-wing white supremacist crazies that are, mm. are sometimes the people who shoot up schools and things here, they hate Muslim people. So they're not connected with mm. that guy in any way. These are not like... Right. You see what I'm saying? So they're, it, I think it's a copycat, but I don't think they're being motivated by the same ideologies or anything. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. 24 hours later. Yeah, it's 24 hours later. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had to stop recording. Uh, yeah, my, my mother fell over, so I had to leave, like, mid-news segment mid, of the podcast. Mid-news. To drive yeah. her. I, we thought we might have to go to the hospital. We ended up just going to urgent care. Uh, to get an x-ray and stuff, but, uh, yeah, it was a whole ordeal, it, it's nothing broken, um, I mean, she's very sore, it's not a good time, but, uh, it's not the worst it could have been for sure. We were discussing the Boris Johnson news uh, when we were uh, recording, and I hear in the background, knock, 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 your mother has fell in back bathroom, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was my my neighbor came over because my phone my phone was on silent obviously because we were recording yeah. so I didn't even see, like I didn't see the call uh, but it wasn't that long until my neighbor showed up so. Uh, but uh, yeah, in twenty four hours a lot of has uh, uh, has happened because when we were discussing Boris Johnson the last time, right, which I just uh, he was cut out. Uh, of the show, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're not going to hear us talk yes. about it because it's old news by today. <laughs> it's very, very old news today because he was still prime minister yesterday. All right. Uh, he's not. He's not now. He's uh, uh, gone off. 
Uh, we saw this coming, probably. Well, he is uh, still the prime minister. Sure. It's. I think they. What did they? They called it something specific. A caretaker prime minister is what it's called. Ooh. Uh. So yeah. Boris Johnson announced on Thursday today that he will stand down as prime minister of the UK after bowing to pressure from his own political party. After a wave Mm. of resignations, which happened yesterday, which we talked about, but you didn't hear. Uh. Johnson remained defiant and stay <laughs> on, defiant to stay on as leader of the country despite all the calls to quit. Sources from Sky News on Thursday morning said that he did not intend to resign and was going to fight on. The night before Johnson was fired, oh Johnson fired newly appointed cabinet minister uh, Michael Grove after he urged him to resign. Uh, though hours later, mm. the, a source close to the prime minister said he had spoken to. The chairman of the 1922 committee, which I've never heard of, uh, and it's a group of conservative politicians who do not officially hold any uh, uh, positions in government. Those are the people who convinced him to stand down. That's a little ominous, isn't it? That the people who are convincing him to do it aren't even part of the government? Yeah. Yeah, no, they they have a uh, they were the one that made Theresa May go off as well. Hmm. It seems like they're more in control of the Conservative Party in the UK than the Conservative Party is itself, <laughs> because they, uh, the Conservative Party itself couldn't get him to resign, right? So, hmm. On Thursday morning, Johnson's J- Johnson's new Chancellor of Etchequer. What the hell is that? <laughs> I've never seen this word in my entire uh, life. Like- Probably a place in England, I'm going to guess. Uh, a royal tre- or national treasury. So it's a he's it's like a treasurer. Uh, okay. Told him that he had to go uh-huh. now, uh, while his newly appointed education secretary resigned just 36 hours after taking it, their office. Uh, the defense defense secretary Ben Wallace also announced on Thursday morning he had withdrawn his support for the prime minister. Uh. There was a speech at Number Ten Downing Street where Johnson said he would continue to carry on as Prime Minister until a new Conservative Party leader had been chosen. That is expected to happen before the party conference or around that time in October. So we still have a little. He's like I said, he's still going to be Prime Minister until at least the fall. Right. But he has promised uh, to absolutely have no new politics until uh, next Prime Minister. Uh, is announced. Uh, how is that even possible? <laughs> I'm gonna. Politics is on hold for now, everybody. No, no po- yeah. political things are going to happen in between now and when. <laughs> the Ukraine war is on pause. Know. We're putting that on pause, everybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think that's nothing, how that works. <laughs> nothing new is going to happen. Right. Absolutely nothing. The healthcare system is going to stay exactly the way it is, so no need to. <laughs> <laughs> no need to govern no in any alarm. way for the next, like, <laughs> four months or five months. <laughs> Just seems kind of silly that they would even say that, but okay. Yeah. I did see that uh, Russia, yeah. I saw an article mm-hmm. today that Russia is, like, on pause. They've paused their attack on Ukraine, actually, so that's good. I, maybe that's because Boris Johnson went off. He, they were like, oh. Now we don't want Ukraine. I, I think they were oh, pretty the happy about it. I read another article this morning <laughs> on the toilet about 
I don't know if it's true that Putin was happy about it. Obviously, I think Boris was like the most hawkish person against Russia as far as a leader in in Europe. So right, yeah, no, no, yeah. nobody liked Boris Johnson. Not even Boris Johnson. Well, I was going to say conservatives did, but clearly at this point they don't anymore. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of scandals that upended it, obviously. A lot of different little oh, scandals yeah, yeah. include... I guess this. they were even mad about that whole thing with the guy who was reading... Or not reading, but looking at porn on his phone in, like, the right. parliament or whatever, and then two women saw it over his shoulder. That was part of this right. whole thing. Uh, because he... His... Uh, government tried to kind of cover that stuff up. So the cover-up stuff mm -hmm. about, like, the parties and this guy and all these little things, there was, like, some sexual harassment by another member of his, of his government. Um, it was the cover-ups that really did him in, not necessarily all the scandals, but, I mean, you can't yeah. have a cover-up without a scandal, so I guess they go hand-in-hand. Hand. But uh, Ben Wallace, uh, uh, that is their uh, something secretary... Uh, uh, is maybe uh, defense secretary uh, is maybe their uh, favorite in the leadership race with uh, Rashi Sunak. We will see. It will be interesting to see. Uh, and if this triggers a new election, it could also happen. Oh, I didn't read anything about triggering a new election. I, I mean, I think there's only somewhat like two years somewhere around two years till an act like a regular general election is coming up anyways so four months from now five months from now uh when they appoint a new prime minister a conservative one that mm. that prime minister only really has like a year year and a half somewhere around there to even be around anyways uh so if they were if they were to do yeah, a new election that would that's... again cut down even more yeah. of the time so it yeah Everything, yeah. The whole thing in the UK, the the turnover of prime ministers is, is pretty wild. It's uh, fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's almost like the turnover of the presidency. The last turnover went really, really swell. I mean, Trump totally came to the inauguration and has uh, said that the election was good and everything. Oh, wait, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah, and the, the one before that, <laughs> definitely people were happy about when Donald Trump got in. And yeah. So, yeah. yep, everybody's always happy over here when we get a new leader. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not how it is. Actually, everybody's divided and hates each other and literally are shooting each other in the streets. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. But, uh, yeah, tr Trump told his uh, allies that he may announce a 2024 presidency bit early. Oh, I am so surprised that absolutely nobody... Uh, Donald Trump has privately told allies and aides uh, in recent days that he's seriously considering a 2024 presidential run earlier, early as this summer. Trump's latest exploration mm -hmm. of political comeback and potential sun summer announcement of a presidential campaign was first reported in the New York Times. Uh, as Trump moves closer to 2024, his... Deliberations remain fluid. No final discussion has been made whether he will run or not, uh, or when he will launch a bid. A spokesman for Trump did not immediately respond for request for comment on Sunday. Still Republican allies and Trump and former White House campaign aides tell CBS that they believe an early entry for another White House bid 
for Trump is possible. Um, I think a lot of people are saying he, or at least his campaign is looking at it as a way to like, um, if he put out a presidential bid earlier, when they're, if they were trying to kind of like attack him using the January 6th stuff, it would be like a distraction Mm. for his supporters. That's like kind of one of the things people are suggesting. Like why, I mean, another reason people are suggesting is I think one person said that he's just, uh, he's just a big little kid who is impatient and is just wants to announce it whenever he can. Right. Yeah, and, but there are some rules about when he can do it as well. I don't know what those rules really are, but uh, something about like how how long you can campaign and how how long you're allowed to get money for your campaign or something like that. Oh, I haven't heard anything about that, but I'm sure there's some kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, it says here traditionally. Uh, Major party presidential mm. campaigns wait until well after the fall elections before jumping into the presidential mode. An early wow. campaign launch by Trump before the November elections could upend campaign strategies for both parties. Right, because, mm. yeah, if he did it before the midterms, I guess it's, it, it, that's the yeah. weird part. If he did it after the midterms, it would make a lot more sense, but I don't know. We'll right. see what happens. My guess is when they say these secret talks, these private talks with Donald Trump and his aides and allies, I bet these secret talks are really just leaks we're getting on purpose to see if, see if you know, to test the waters more than anything. Right. And uh, I think it was today it came out that Biden had his lowest uh, numbers ever about how much people liked him. I think that was today it came out that he had his lowest ever I think that's been the same way for, like, every week for the last, like, five weeks, so... Mm-hmm. I think it's just steadily been going down, is the thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it has to do a lot with and the economy and, and uh, the decisions he's made around, like, uh, dealing with the energy crisis and dealing with supply chain issues and everything else right now. Right. Ga- gasoline. It, I, I... it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with, like... Donald Trump or anything like that. It has to do with his own decisions, why he's, why people are not happy with him. Right, and I, I also think that uh, him not really showing up to things and not being in the media as much and not really being out there doesn't really help either. Or does it, or is would it be the other way around if he was more in the media? Would it be worse even? That's another idea. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they say when Hillary Clinton, whenever Hillary went on stage and talked, her, like, numbers went down, like, instantly. Though, So the more they kept right. her out of the spotlight, the higher her numbers would be because as soon as people, like, heard her speak, they were like, wow, I don't really right. like this they- lady. <laughs> <laughs> they were reminded of why they shouldn't vote for him. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think yeah. it's the same way with Joe, but because I don't think it's like, oh, I hear him and I don't like this guy. It's But when he mm-hmm. speaks, you hear him and you go, wow, he doesn't really, does he even know where he is right now? <laughs> that kind of thing, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, some fun news, two-year-old girl, one of the world's highest IQ Mensa test members. That is quite a... Uh, uh, a thing. 
Is the IQ test even real? Like, I know a lot of people have huge issues with, like, IQ tests and say that it doesn't actually test actual intelligence and only it tests for, like, recollection, like, callback or whatever. Um, Right. This kind of seals it in my mind that, like, saying somebody is smart because they have a high IQ is not necessarily... (laughs) Those are not equivalent things because... Uh, the oldest right. IQ society has accepted its youngest member ever, and she's from Kentucky. Uh, Isla McDab is two-year-old child. She loves to run around and play with her toys and her cat, but her parents noticed that something was different. She just had an affinity for the alphabet, her father said. Then she started sounding out different letters. Then we started out with simple words, and then she sounded them out herself. Soon she was reading... She was reading at a kindergarten level at age two, McNabb said. That is amazing. Intrigued by the girl's ability, her psychiatrist suggested getting her an IQ test, uh, and she tested within the 99th percentile for her age group. Well, yeah, how many two-year-olds are getting IQ tests, though? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) She was one of three people. Right, exactly. So, yeah, of course she's in the top 99%. Um... (laughs) Uh, soon after the impressive score, she was invited to join Mes- Mensa, making her the young first Oh, why member. do you say that? Yeah, uh, why do you say that? <laughs> well, because there's no other members. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of other two-year-old members, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, when I was doing research on this, there was, like, another two-year-old boy who had a super high IQ, like, a few years ago. I don't... I didn't see anything about Mensa, though. I think it might have been in another country or something. So, uh, it says here she can read f- over 500 words with honestly... Oh, I, I've i taken a Mensa test. We've honestly stopped yeah. counting, uh, the mother said. So, yeah, she, I mean, she's going to be a smart kid no matter what when she grows up. Either that or they're going to push her too hard and she's going to rebel and, you know, say fuck this and buy a mo- motorcycle something Mr. in Las Vegas yep yep yeah or whatever whatever Mr. in Las Vegas yeah or just start a YouTube channel that's another possibility <laughs> you know something d- to disappoint her family <laughs> it's it's uh we'll, we'll talk about it in, in the TV round she'll be a Twitch streamer <laughs> she will be a Twitch streamer <laughs> in a bathtub <laughs> <laughs> yeah a hot tub streamer yeah so, uh, do you use sweat wipes? I used to in college, uh, like all the time. Yeah. I, w- I was a huge <laughs> wet wipe, <laughs> wet wipe person for, for a while. Yeah. Uh, did you or no? No, it's not really a Norwegian thing. Uh, there, it like, uh, I, I, I know that my uh, parents used it when I was sh- uh, a kid, when changing diapers and things like that. But oh, kind of like, like when you go down where... the toilet paper aisle here, they have like just wet wipes. <coughs> They're not like baby wipes. I think you're thinking of baby wipes or like right. wet yes, wipes. Wet wipes. There's also wet wipes that like if you went to like a fish and chip restaurant, you get the little packet that's mm-hmm. cut. The... But I think this is talking about there. There are wet wipes that you use to wipe your butt with. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it has formed an island that had changed the course of England's second longest river. 
I mean, some of the wet wipes could, I guess, be from fish and chip shops, considering it's in England. Uh, but it says here... Uh, I see what they did there. The wet wipe <laughs> island the size of two tennis courts has formed in the Thames, causing the river, as it flows through London, to change course. Ministers have asked people to stop using wet wipes, and the government is considering banning those that contain plastic. Uh, the Labour MP Floor Anderson warned that when flushing down the drains, wet wipes do not disintegrate and instead end up in the river. Uh, Anderson has pr- proposed banning the manufacture and sale of wet wipes that contain plastic, uh, not- noting that it is unlikely to become a law without government backing. Most wet wipes mm. are made with plastic, which is, does not break down when flushed down the toilet. So, I didn't know they used plastic in wet wipes. It's That's probably to keep it stronger. So, like, if you're wiping your right. butt, you don't get shit all over your hands. Like, it doesn't break apart. Right. Because it's, if you had a wet piece of paper that didn't have plastic in it, think about what a wet pe- piece of paper does. It just rips apart. But if you in- yeah. strengthen it with something, that so it does make sense why that why it would be that way um it seems like you could just make them thicker and then they wouldn't you know what i mean they would it would be a less chance uh for it to to break i guess but and still be uh biodegradable at least i think that's what they're saying is they just need biodegradable wet wet wipes if people are going to use them and if not they got to get rid of them uh, it says here, wet wipes make up nearly 90% of materials contained in fat bergs, which are masses of solid waste made of grease and fat that can block up sewer systems. Have you ever seen a picture of a fat berg, from? I have, yeah. They're pretty insane. But this is like, that's in a sewer system. This is like out in the middle of a river. So it's basically just a, fat, a giant fat berg island is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so big that it has changed how, how the Thames, like, moves? Yeah, it says here it's That's as big pretty... as two tennis courts. That's pretty big. That's big, yeah. That's a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, definitely mostly shit. <laughs> shit and gre- chicken grease, yeah. Yeah. Chicken? Uh, didn't you say it was from... Or I guess uh, yeah, f- fish and chips, fish grease, chicken grease, f- fish, fish grease. Yeah, <laughs> I think most fish and chip shops have okay, so chicken. Up, oh, I started the story we were gonna watch. Uh, I bet most fish and chip shops have chicken strips, and you know what I mean. Yeah, I bet they don't actually. Oh, in, in the UK they don't really eat that much chicken. Oh, like when I was, I've been over there. It's like only fish and chips. Oh. Well, they're missing yeah. out then. They're missing a market they could probably they could probably, probably. sell to. At ben, Binley Mega Chippy or whatever the meme is. <laughs> God, <laughs> I saw someone go there. Uh, I follow this UK. Uh, the people that that ate a lot of strong things. They have like done a lot of like worst hotels, worst. Team parks. Oh yeah, those guys. Like that. Uh, yeah, I know. Um... Yes. And I went to that chippy shop in Bimley and I was like, "What is this? That is the first time I ever heard of it." <laughs> it's just a stupid meme. Like, it's a meme about it's so a so stupid. A very specific fish and chip shop, and then that made the fish and chip sh- sh- the shop super famous, like on accident, and yeah. then it just became. And it's... 
even more of a meme. Cues to go get in there. It's like a long, 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 long cues to get in there. And they were like having like uh, uh, I saw an interview with them. Like they they can't even like close down because when they are supposed to do because like there's too many uh, much people coming there because it's uh, uh, a thing to go there now. Right. So oh, it, fucking weird. I mean, if I were them, I'd just run, run with it because it's not going to last forever. You know, it's gonna the oh, yeah. the meme's gonna die if it hasn't. Ar- I bet it's already dead at this point, probably. Yeah, but it's still Qster, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all the people on Facebook are just now finding out about the Binley Mega Chippy meme, and so it you know <laughs> it started probably on like Reddit and ended up on. Uh, TikTok went to YouTube where we probably saw it, and then you know it got to right. filter its way all the way down to Facebook, which takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the that song as well, Benly Mega Chip. Oh, that's the whole meme is the song. It's not like a real. I don't think it's like a real song that was like an advertisement. It's just somebody made up a stupid song about a silly, and and then it just went viral. Yeah. So wet. Anyway, do you think Joe Chestnut has uh, eaten there? Uh, I think if he did, they probably would go out of business considering how many other customers they have. <laughs> <laughs> he would show up and they would be like, we're out of, he, we're out of stuff, buy, everybody. Yeah, he would buy everything and eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, quite a hero of mine. Uh, he won the 15th mustard belt. Well, his 15th, right. So he's... Yes. I don't even think it's 15 in a row, because there was one year where Matt Stoney won, but uh, he's won most... I want to say five years in a row, even. But then there was a disturbance that happened during the contest. So I got an article here, or a news uh, broadcast. I think it's from that area. So let's go and give me a countdown, whatever. W-T-H-R. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Okay, I'm ready in three, two, go. Okay, so we told you yesterday that Joey Chestnut, who now lives in Westfield, won his 15th mustard belt. So he ate the most hot dogs at Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest yet again. Mm-hmm. And now we can see a good reason why he didn't break his own record. Take a look at your screen here. He was downing his 18th dog when a protester tried to take the spotlight bumping into the champ. Here he comes, Ooh, and there, there he is. is. Look at, watch this. Okay. Yep. Headlock oh, and a, ta- a headlock and into a takedown. We got the actual video. Oh today, my so god, that was fast. Apparently, Joey Chestnut knows MMA a little bit because that was like so quick. <laughs> and then he just kept. So he went fucking fast. We went right back to eating hot dogs. <laughs> There's still another protester in the background that nobody seems to care about. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not full. I, uh, Exposed I something? During the contest. I, uh, I got a little bit winded. I, uh, yeah, it, it, I, I slowed down. I, I started off really fast, but uh, <laughs> I got winded and uh, I need to make sure I come back in better shape next year. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they, well, the newscasters were like, oh, he didn't beat his record because this protester. I don't think that probably. Right. Took that much time off of I, he was saying, and the Joey Chestnut said, "Oh, I'm just not in as good a shape as I was last year." That was his, <laughs> right, which I think right. is more probably accurate. I'm going to listen to him and not the lady from W T H R. 
Wisconsin track racing. But yeah, they they took out the guy who like kind of interfered with Joey Chestnut or the other contestants. But there was even after that, there was another guy in like a Star Wars helmet behind there that they didn't seem to be. As long as the protester wasn't messing with the contest, they didn't seem to give a shit that he was standing there. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was just yeah, that the guy no, went in, like, the, pushed yeah. in, pushed into the contest. Right. Yeah, that was the problem. And apparently it says exposing uh, Smithfield... Uh, what does this say? Smithfield Death Star. So Smithfield is a brand here in America that does, like, meat production. So, like, bacon okay. and... Uh, beef products and things like that so I think this must have been like a PETA thing or it's definitely an animal rights a- activism thing right Right. yeah you can't eat uh, animals that would harm them well I mean it's a hot dog contest so it makes sense why they would <laughs> go here to do it true true uh, uh, well actually it doesn't you know, because Smithfield yeah. probably makes their own hot dogs and this is a Nathan's hot dog eating contest so why wouldn't they be Mad at Nathan's and right. not. Hmm, yeah, yeah, it's just a little confusing. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, uh, did you have a lot of pride things happening uh, this month uh, down in Oregon? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's a uh, definitely at least in Portland. You know, Portland's huge into that, and e- Eugene here is very mm-hmm. like liberal. Like I can see them, uh, but there are other places here in Oregon that are very right wing. But yeah, I mean. I guarantee you there are multiple Pride events all around Oregon. And uh, I think that's uh, one of the things that uh, Tron is going to talk about when he says we need Pride now more than ever. Hello, this is Tron Tells the Truth. Today's segment is more serious. But first, let me take a little history lesson. When I started in politics, I was like 14 or 15 years old. I was not a member of a political party then. But I fight for causes like against apartheid, against racism, and so on and so on, human rights and so on. But I got in a political party in 1993. I started meeting people from all over the country. Because myself, I came from a little town in the east of Norway. When I started new, new people, I also started to fight for new battles. And one of the battles I started fighting for were gay rights. In 1993, Norway just just had a new law it made it possible for gay people to get married. They didn't call it marriage, and it was not all the rights that marriage had. They called it civil partnership. Yeah. Well, we had to do that to get it through in the parliament. A lot of people liked it, but didn't dare to talk about it. That was a typical issue. Why are you talking about it so much? Well, communists just let's pass, communists being quiet now. We were not do this and do that. But me and many other people thought it was right to talk loud what we were fighting for and why we were fighting for it. Discrimination. People spit in the face. I had friends who was beaten up. Things are gradually getting better over the years. Gradually. And the gay pride parades have been bigger and bigger and bigger. Sometimes people say, why do you have pride anymore? You have all the rights you need, but I have to complain about now. Well, why do we have to fight against racism this year? Why do you have to fight for civil rights this year? Why do you still have to fight for the right to abortion? Yeah, 
in 2022 we're still fighting for the fucking rights to abortion. I'm not gonna get into that topic this time, but I will come back to it very fucking soon. Last week we had pride in Oslo. Yeah, Oslo, a liberal capital of Norway. A place where a lot of people flee into. That's why I get bigger cities in Norway, because living in some of the small communities in Norway is not very healthy and not very good and you go fucking insane. A lot of people do that. <laughs> well, that's my opinion. I don't like small towns, small hillbilly shit towns. But that is on for another day. This went tragically. Outside a gay bar, people were shot. People were shot. This is not Orlando. This is not New York. This is fucking Oslo, Norway. We Norwegians are a little bit naive. We think sometimes that battles are won, but they never won. Over 10 years ago, tens of young people were shot at Uta in Norway by a right-wing lunatic. Or, no, I will not call him lunatic. Just a right-wing extremist. Who had an ideology who's so far fucking bullshit that I can't even fucking describe it. When people say to me, we don't need, why do you need pride? You have the right to marry. Some of you can even have adopt children. So why do you fucking still want pride? Just because of things like this. Because of countries like Poland. Hungary, Russia, the battle is not won yet. Yeah, rights have been won, but the battle have not been won. Why we still have to fight? It's fucking hilarious. It's fucking tragical. And it's fucking insane. There are still politics, politicians today who want to ban gay marriages. You, they can win in the United States. The Supreme Court now have banned abortions, so why not take on gay marriages? You have the right to be silent, or you have the right also to say something. But people, we cannot be silent anymore. We cannot just be silent because the conservatives are screaming things like, you're politically correct, you're woke, shut the fuck up, blah, 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 blah. We have to stand up for our rights. Gay liberation or pride, we need it more now than ever. Than ever. We need it in every fucking city, not just Oslo, London, Paris, or Washington, but in small communities too. In small communities in Norway, you got also pride. We need this. People were shot in Oslo. Two people were killed in Oslo by a fucking asshole. This can be worse the next time because I'm afraid it will be a next time. You can Christian conservative, Muslim conservative, conservative of any kind. You are responsible for this happening. You're responsible for filling people with bullshit. You're responsible for using family values as a shield just to be a fucking asshole. You have now the possibility to do something good and do, oh no, not good, to just do the fucking right thing for once. 
This was Tron, where Tron tells the truth. Have a nice day and celebrate pride fucking every day of the year. Bye. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Uh, okay, uh, let's go to TLC things that I saw uh, first on TV. So, yeah, I talked a little about Seeking Sister Wife. Uh, so I'll jump over that, but I saw something that I, I think is even weirder and more sad. Okay. Uh, it's called Welcome to Plathwell. Oh um, yeah, I've seen clips of this. Yeah. Oh gosh, it is so hard to watch. I'm Alex covers this. I I don't ever watch TLC, but I see YouTubers cover TLC <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, it's it's a family where uh, the parents are fundamental Christians uh, that has homeschooled their children their whole life and sheltered them older, it, just like sheltered them really oh yeah. sheltered them like to a point where where them having any like knowing of the outside world is like. They don't know who Spider-Man is. Yeah, it's like, on like an Amish level of religion, kind of, where they don't want them to fraternize with the outside world kind of thing, yeah. Right, but it's even worse than Amish in, in one way, because it's just that one fucking family. Uh, right. I, I, I think one of my biggest problems is that the mom there is atrocious. Like, like... The mom in that family reminds me so much of my mom that I was like so scared to watch this. I, 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 I was just to I, I wanted to go and see if there was some like TLC things that I have never heard of. Right. And this was this was one of those things, and it's just just so scary and like people people really are like this. But uh, in this. This newest season, season four, they are actually getting a divorce, the parents. So it's like, you 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 have worked so hard for your children to become like amazing uh, Christians that like follow the the law, but you yourself can get a divorce. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? I have but a yeah, feeling the dad from nice. that could get, he could have a career as some kind of. Uh horror movie villain like you know how oh, the yes. guy who played freddy krueger like is like really famous yes. for just being a horror movie <laughs> that guy's just terrifying yes. looking i have a feeling they could he could yes. have a career in movies um because he, he's terrifying i guess let's talk he's... about all-star shore fro which i'm guessing you probably didn't Look, watch i did you did okay i did how many? I saw this and I was like, I'm sure Luke has watched it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know me. It's the but this isn't just like any other Shore show. This is a comp. No. It's like the challenge mixed with Jersey Shore, except yes. My biggest problem probably of the whole show is right here. Mm. How many Jersey Shore, Jordy Shore shows are there? There's tons of them. With tons, probably I don't know, at least a hundred different. Characters in if you span yeah. all the different shore type shows, including the one Buckhead Shore that I talked about last week, um, <laughs> which is even new, so they could you know somehow they couldn't get 
all Jersey Shore people on this all all star Shore show because it's got like Love right. Island contestants and yes. random people from like a uh, selling the sun the sunset. Right. It, it's like, like it's that, not yeah. it's the the name of it is total misnomer because All Star Shore yes. is not all stars from just the Shore shows. In no. fact, I would say probably most of them aren't from Shore shows. I would have to like count it up, but I would I, I would say eighty percent are not. I don't know. I think it's probably more like 60-40, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, it's it's just weird. It's, it's 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 very weird and I that's one of the reasons why I saw this so it's like I know some people from other uh, other shows that I that you do watch. So it was nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I understand so that from it, a mar- marketing perspective yeah. bringing in other people from different mm-hmm. shows. I mean they definitely had a lot of British people on this as well, you know? A lot, yeah. Um, so rich. Well, it's not weird because of Geordie Shore, but then they also had Love Island contestants, which isn't, you know, right. I mean, there is Love Island US, but these weren't Love Island US contestants. Uh, right. Yeah, that whole concept is a little broken. It's it's just like the challenge, though, or what? It, what's the other MTV show that's like the real world versus show? You know what I mean? Yes, um, yes, yes. It's just that for reality shows instead of like the right. these kind of reality shows instead of that kind of reality show. So right. in that way it's no way like a new concept or anything like they try to sell it. I don't know, I'd give it it still has some interesting stupid reality parts because they do like live in an they're living in a house in a house in between the uh, competitions, right? So mm-hmm. uh they don't really tell you what they win at the end, do they? No. So, I don't know. I'll give it a three, I guess. The concept is just broken, right? Three and a half. It's a competition show where you don't know what they're going to win. The name of it is All-Star Shore. They (laughs) have people who aren't in Jersey Shore-type shows. So the concept of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I I would have been fine if they just would have taken these people, put them in a house, and called it All-Star Shore, and just had it be like a regular Jersey Shore show without the competition. It actually would have been more... Would have made more sense. Interesting, yeah. And then actually also interesting. Right, because the characters are off the wall, all of them. And I love the characters. Right. It's the, that one, the first competition with the the beer pong is so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, I saw a TV show called Maggie. I think this is Shulu, question mark? Yep, I saw uh, this. It just came out is, yesterday, so we wouldn't have talked about this if it if we didn't skip a day. No, yeah, no. Uh, I also saw saw it yesterday. Um, so uh, Maggie uh, is a psychic that sees a lot of like people's uh, future, and uh, then uh, she sets up like a, a shop where where she like uh, take random strangers. On the street and like uh, hold their hand and then she sees the future, uh, their future. No, she's at a and wedding, I think. It's not on the street. She's, I think she gets uh, hired in the beginning. Sure. Oh, she okay. Was. Yeah, she gets hired yeah. at a wedding to be a psychic, right? And uh, all of a sudden, she sees a glimpse of her own future, and, and then uh, she gets spooked, and that is uh, really what this show is about. It is. Terrible. Uh, I think it is one of the worst shows I've seen this this year. 
but uh, it's up there. It's it's really really bad. Uh, I think the acting is terrible. Uh, the plot is terrible. Uh, yeah, everything is really terrible. I really uh, didn't have anything going into this, and and there are actors here that I like as well. Okay. And it, it's just so weird to, to see them in, in such a shitty, shitty show. It feels very Lifetime Channel shot. Like, the camera work is very oh. Lifetime-esque. And the biggest problem yeah. I had with this show is definitely... She's a psychic, okay, and there is mm. no conflict with anybody in in the show in, at any point where they're like... You wait. You can see the future. It's just like she says. Oh yeah. By the way, right. I can see the future, and everybody just accepts that. that. That's just right. Nobody questions it. It's just true. Like even the guy right. who just meets her, he's like, "So you can see the future?" And she's like, "Yep, mm-hmm. I can see the future." And he's like, "Okay." There's no like, <gasps> yeah. There's yeah. no like. Wait a second. So I guess in this universe, that's just like a thing that because her she has her own psychic because he's. Because, like, obviously, as a psychic, you're not going to be able to see your own future unless, which is the whole point of, like, the love story, unless you see your life entangled with somebody else's life, right? Uh, So she has her own psychic. So does everybody treat that guy the same way they do her? (laughs) Where they go, you know, in this world, that this universe. You see what I'm saying? Is he as accepted as just like, oh, yeah, he can see the future. That's just what, that's normal in this universe. People can see the future. So. Once you accept that part of it, then it's kind of just a stupid little sitcom. I don't know. Uh, definitely, definitely around a full four. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm at two. I mean, there I'm were actually really, some really comedy bits this. that made me chuckle. That's the only thing that was uh, positive <sighs> for me. Yeah, the acting's bad. The storylines really doesn't make any sense. But there were some silly comedy bits. I mean, you have to admit that probably you chuckled at one point or another. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you. Oh, my turn. The terminal list. You mean propaganda for the FBI list or CIA list or? Uh- uh, well, it's kind of anti-CIA, I think, but it's definitely pro-Marines. I think it's definitely pro-Marines. Right. Yeah. Uh, with okay, Chris, pro-Marines. With Chris Pratt, right? That, you're not allowed to call him that. He's Mario. You have to call him... He's Mario... Mario Mario. <laughs> His real name is Mario Mario. Uh... <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, uh, I'm looking at the numbers, just, I was wondering what other people, this does have a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, so we're not, we're not wrong to say that, but it has an 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb, very different there. Um, what? Yeah, that's... 38 on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.2 on IMDb, there's definitely something weird going on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's bad in the way that, like, it's, like you said, propaganda. It's very standard. The, I mean, it does have kind of, at the end, you find out there's um, a kind of a murder mystery, which I'm a sucker for a murder mystery. So that part, the cliffhanger at sure. the end of episode one made me go, I ca- I would want to uh, follow it just for that. But the whole, like, hoorah, like, part of it. Yeah. And, like, there's, the other- there's a lot of hoorah in this 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 show. A lot. I think that's my biggest problem with it. It felt... Very, it felt very generic, and but it felt very like, hoo ha, American, 
America. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it felt like it was made by the military, right? Like, they made it as, like, a yes. recruitment yes. video or something. Uh, I can already tell you, I'm not going to spoil anything, and I've only seen one episode, but I know who did it. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Okay. I can tell you afterwards if you... I mean, it's very obvious to I'm, me from the I'm, first episode. I'm, I'm so I'm so interested. So right. Absolutely no one. It's I'm just saying it's but, yeah, if, no. if you watched one of these kind of uh, murder mystery type crime dramas uh, enough times, you probably are. Like, I'm saying it's predictable. I guess is my point. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Was it the butler? <laughs> the butler did it right. No, no. But yes, you do. I'm. Yes. Get, well, I could be. You know, I could be wrong because I haven't seen the end of it. But uh, it it seems sure. pretty obvious to me. Uh, overall, I don't know. I wouldn't say the acting's bad in any way. Uh, the cinematography's fine. It's the story that's kind of dumb, uh, and the whole nature of it being, like, just, uh, so propaganda-y. I guess I'll give it a, uh, uh what, 3.5? I feel like all my really? shows are getting... Okay, so uh, you think... Do you think this is really? You think this is worse than than uh, than Maggie? Than, uh, than Maggie? I had more fun with Maggie, really? I guess. Yeah, I would okay. rather watch another episode of Maggie than I would watch another episode of The Terminalist. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, okay. Yeah, we disagree there. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll give this a three point five. I think. It's okay. Okay. Uh, anything else you saw? Boring as fuck. Boring as fuck. Uh, Moonhaven. Moonhaven? I haven't even heard of this. Yeah. This is on AMC. Uh, Sounds like uh, a vampire show. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely not a vampire show. Doesn't it sound like it uh, should be a vampire show? It does. It does, but I think it's even more funny because the main actor, uh, actor well, the main character in, in this is called Bella. And it's oh, really? Bella Swan. <laughs> yes. That's funny. But And it's almost Bella Swan as well. She's called Bella Sway. Oh, okay. Well, that is, <laughs> I feel like maybe that's what they're going for a little bit. Is this like rat yeah, no, she... ratatouing? You know what I mean? Yeah, Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's a cargo pilot and smuggler. Uh, this is set somewhere in the future. I, I didn't. I think it was like a hundred years in the future sure. or something. Yeah. Uh, and she finds herself accused of a crime, and she's marooned on Moonhaven. Uh, and this is kind of a, like a, a utopian community. It's kind of like the God of Eden. Uh, and uh, it's like set up to to find solutions to problems mm-hmm. uh, and uh, end civilization on uh, on Mother Earth. I really like this. Uh, Emma McDonald is really good as Bella, and Dominic uh, Monaghan is also in this, and I I also like him. Uh, very good acting. Uh, I think the sci-fi el- elements of this is very funny. Okay. Uh, or g- very good. Uh, I will give it a seven and a half, eight, somewhere. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. Right? Yeah. Especially really if like you it. say it was on sci-fi? No, um, AMC. Oh, no, it's just a sci-fi. Okay. Like, it's a sci-fi show. Right, okay. I see. Yeah, it's, it's a sci-fi AMC. show. Um, yeah, that's. I'm going to check that out for next week. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I saw America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful. Isn't that how it goes? Uh, that's part of it, yeah. Yes. Uh, this is National Geographic. <laughs> Frog can say, say that. National Ge- Geographic. Gosh, that was hard to say. So it's it's uh, just showing how America looks like uh, with uh, landscapes and and wildlife from oh, America. It's a nature show. It's a nature show. Right. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was okay. Uh, I will give it a four point five. Did they go like state by state, or was it like just just random? In general. In general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, See the bald eagle. <laughs> I mean, bald, I think bald eagles are like all over the place. So yeah, that's just ge- definitely right. general. Um, Stranger Things season four ending uh, last two two I, last two episodes. I say loosely because one of them was two and a half hours long. So right. Uh, I'm 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 happy I binged it uh, and didn't see everything. Be- I waited. To, watch to the rest of the season yeah yeah i don't know but once you got to the end were you like oh my gosh there's two and a half hours of th- this one or were you like yes okay yes so that part of the binging i bet wasn't that great but uh right but it was so good so i yeah really didn't care this was definitely one i mean i think this is the best season since season one but i think a lot of people are saying that oh definitely I I I am I'm one of those that didn't like season two, as you know, and you didn't really care that much for season three. Uh, but I think we all agree that this is the best season uh, since season one. Season three is the one with all the pro- product placement. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, that's the one I didn't like. Whichever one that one was. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's season three. But uh, yeah, no, I really like this, and I I I see where they're going, and the ending, oh ha, the ending of this season, oh so good. Yeah, you can see what what's gonna happen in the next season, but we just don't know how it's all gonna wrap up, how it's gonna end. But it right. seems pretty obvious uh, how it's gonna start. I guess, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it has to start in a way, right? And, and <laughs> next season is the final season, so it's it's gonna yeah. end, yeah, one way or another. I don't, it would be cool if every like one most way. people died. I mean, we got a few people that I didn't expect to die in this season that I thought were interesting. Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, there was some deaths in this. That I was like, "What the fuck are they doing? Really?" <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I think in the next season it's going to be even more of that. But I mean, if the first yeah. season, was, one of the most famous things was having that one girl with the glasses get killed off, right? And it, that was like right. yes. one of the more famous moments of that whole season that kind of shocked people and made people really love that show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, the Bear, episode two, if you don't have anything else. Uh, no, I think that's it. 
Okay. Uh, what did uh, this episode was all about? Episode two: A surprise health inspection reveals the cracks in the restaurant's foundation. Um, yeah, all the, all the uh, descriptions of this show are always really like tight and concise. I don't know why that is, but <clears throat> this definitely was. It felt more slowed down than the last episode. It felt more like yeah. an actual episode where the other the other one felt like a pilot that they were selling to people and they were trying to fit yeah. in all the elements of the show into this one 30 minute segment where this one it felt like okay now we're we have all these episodes to work with let's like slow down and start uh telling the story better that's what it felt as far as pacing goes i mean this is going to be one of those shows where i don't know why not more people are talking about this. This is one of the best shows this year. Why aren't people talking more about this? Like, I really, really, really like this show. Uh, last time, I, I think I gave it an 8.5 or something the last episode. And this is better than last episode. I just love this. Really, really, really good writing. Really, really good acting. Amazing cinematography, uh, right? Was no boring spots, just in interested from A to B to C to D to D end. Just so fucking amazing. And I don't know if I can say much more about the show other than I. Well, I there's a mystery unfolding. If you if you if you're paying attention, there is a mystery unfolding as to yeah. what happened before he got control of the restaurant because the very in the first episode right. it's just he's already doing it he's already going at like at this business and we know that he had this mm -hmm. former life at this other restaurant and he has this ex-wife mm -hmm. that we found out about in the first episode which we thought it was a girlfriend we find out in this episode it's an ex-wife but there's a slow mm -hmm. drip of information that is like yeah. a mystery that's slowly being revealed to us which that's like yeah one of the most interesting parts of this. I think probably yeah. more people are talking about this because it definitely feels indie. It's not like a... It's not a Lord of the Rings blockbuster type show where everybody's going to be talking about it. It's like something that's... Right. It's more indie looking. It's more like... Uh, it's got a feeling. It feels gritty. You know what I mean? As like... Yes. It, it, yes. Um, and some people it don't does, connect with that does. as much. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really connect with it. I, I'm 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 flabbergasted. I'm going to give this a nine point five. I really, really did this episode. I'll give it an eight point five. I don't remember what I gave it last week, but it, I think it is better and or, or even just on the same level. I just feel like the first episode was, you know, they were building building something to sell to people where this was like I said, they have a plan now and we're going somewhere with it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Cool, E.O. Uh, YouTuber journalists uh, are, of course, uh, visiting the rebranded McDonald's in Russia. Are you surprised by this? No. Right, we talked you about... I even sent you a... to happen. I sent you a couple of these, but uh, this guy uh, went to the, the new restaurant. I'm not even going to try to do the name again. Uh, a YouTuber channel called Red, <laughs> Red Duck. Tisha, uh, they went there and they said that 
it smelled weird and that the Coke was flat and the buns are obviously not, you know, regular McDonald's buns. They're probably getting made somewhere else, obviously. Uh, and that it's, I mean, it's a whole new place. Um, you know, it's rebranded, but it's completely different now. I guess I'm not surprised, right? No, no, because they're not getting uh, the support from the McDonald's system. Oh, what I'm saying, so. right, they don't have Coke, because Coke pulled out too. So the, it gets the, right. co- I should have said the cola they're serving is not, is flatter than, and not as sweet right. is the, uh, yeah. I mean, when I was in Russia, Coca-Cola uh, wasn't there, and we, oh, the only thing we drank was Dr. Pepper, so... <laughs> it's just an interesting, uh, we're seeing these insights from YouTube people and not from, like, actual journalists and stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so, Douglas Stewart uh, won the Booker Prize this week. Uh, the Booker Prize is a huge, huge thing. And he says he had uh, uh, one one of his best years of his career, even though he had hasn't left his room. Right, I don't know. Do you know who this guy is? I mean, you sent me the story, nope. so you must. I have no idea who this guy is. Um, uh, not before he won the Booker Prize, no. He he wrote Shuggy Bane in his spare time covering a period of over 10 years and won the prize in November for his tender autobiographical story set in poverty-stricken 1990s Glasgow about a charismatic uh, Ang- Angus who turns... Uh, Angus? Who turns to drink while bringing up children, including uh, a young gay son. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And now he won this award, and he's like one of the most sought-after authors now, like in the entire world, after not, basically being a completely unknown, right? So that's the interesting yeah, part of this whole story. Complete nobody. Absolutely nobody. And I love this book. You can get it on Audible, by the way. Okay. Uh, you mean audible.com forward slash ADC? I mean audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. Uh, you can get that book for free if you sign up uh, for a free tri- 30-day trial. Get that book. You cancel the trial before it's over. Get charged $0, and you still get to keep this award-winning book. Hey, Luke, are you fed up with the Johnny Depp uh, Amber Heard trial yet? I mean, I haven't heard a lot about it in the last few days, but uh, there was, like, <laughs> she did that interview two weeks ago or something. That's, like, the last yeah. thing I heard about it, really. And uh, now she seeks uh, to throw out the verdict in the defamation trial. Her lawyers have asked the judge to throw out the verdict against her in the defamation case. Uh, arguing that the verdict was not supposed to be supported by evidence and that the one of the jurors may have not been properly vetted by the court. The post-trial motions uh, filed Friday. Heard's attorney called on the jury's June 1st, June 1st award of $10 million in compensatory da- damages and $5 million in punitive uh, to Depp excessive and indefensible. So um, they're asking the judge to set aside a verdict and dismiss Depp's lawsuit uh, or order a new trial uh, immediately after the verdict. The judge reduced uh, the damages to th- three hundred and fifty thousand uh, due to state a uh, state cap. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see what happens with get... it. I'm guessing she doesn't have a lot of money because she can't work because nobody fucking like her anymore. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe she's... Who knows? She Maybe she's got real estate. Uh, but I... I, I have a feeling I don't I don't see this going anywhere, but I guess it's possible. It's just Jamie mm. Depp's lawyers are seemingly so much better than hers that I don't I don't see them winning yeah. this. Uh, I'm I'm one of those that hated uh, Avatar when it came out and was very like verbal about how much I hated it, and uh, I got a lot of flack because I hated it, and now people all of a sudden agree, but uh, there's oh. Uh, go, going to come out like 16 other Avatar movies and uh, James Cameron seems to uh, think that he has the finger of, of the pulse of Avatar trolls what are they trolling him about Luke how uh, bad the movie is one of the most consistent running jokes about Avatar is it's perceived absence of popular uh, absence from popular culture movies that have made similar uh, box office uh seem inescapable star wars avengers even cameron's titanic remain part of everyday conversations but avatar uh to which tops them all monetarily never quite caught on a uh, few people dress as navi quotes on the film are used in sitcoms and you don't find a lot of merchandise on shelves in between films and because of that <laughs> the film has become an easy target for fans quick name one character in avatar right I could I actually can't. Uh, I can't name one. Sully, Sully, something. I don't know who that Sully. is. I don't know which character that is though. Sully was the the main guy. Oh, was it? Okay. I, the only yeah. person I, in my brain is the the avatar female avatar woman, uh, or the female oh, yeah. alien character, and then the guy with the scar on his face, like. That's it. Those are the oh, yeah. That's right. Guy with scar on his face. I still don't know his name though. <laughs> <laughs> guy with scar. But why? Why it's like? Why do we need this? Like, why? Why do we need a, a sixteen other movies? You know, the only reason oh, that it's top the top of the box office is because they re-released it, and then like it had gone they below. Did? I think yeah. Um, Endgame had was at the top of the box office. They re-released Avatar, and that counts on the total box office. Uh, uh. And so when they re-released it, it overtook again uh, because it already had such a big, uh, you know, big take the first time, and then the second time they were able to overtake it. I mean, that does kind of show that, like, people still wanted to go see it when it was re-released, though, right? So somebody, sure. I mean... I didn't like it mostly because it was overrated at the time. Like people, some people were freaking out about it and everything. And I was kind of like, this is just a generic shitty sci-fi movie that isn't even really that interesting, you know, and the acting's pretty bad. So, I mean, the special effects are like the best part of it. And that's what people really liked. And to re-release it in the special effects now are so much better. I don't know that. I mean, I haven't seen it in years. I don't know if it would stand up, but yeah, it, I think the whole thing here is why is Hollywood feel like they need to re-release something that nobody cares about anymore? I guess that's right. Yeah. But Marmaduke, bro, Marmaduke. So. 
I feel almost sorry for that movie. <laughs> Talking about movies, have you seen any? Uh, yeah, I saw The Man from Toronto, which I know you you saw f- two weeks yes. ago or something, maybe? Or maybe last week. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, with Woody Harrelson and... God, what the hell is his name? Kevin Hart. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's got a bunch of other really good actors in it as well. Uh... I like the storyline. This is definitely a movie that is fun. It's, you know, blockbuster popcorn movie. You're not going to sit there and take it seriously. It's a comedy buddy action mm-hmm. type thing. You've seen him. This is a straight out of the 90s, you know, kind of buddy action 90s movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, With, you know, with Woody Harrelson in it, who feels like he's out of the 90s. and But I like the acting's pretty all right. Some of the comedy is funny. I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan, and that's where a lot of the comedy Me comes neither. from. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he, he's just kind of irritating to me for some reason, uh, his comedy right. stylings, I guess. Uh, but the story's just pretty standard. The acting's pretty standard. I think overall it's pretty standard. I'll give it a 5.5, right in the, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's not a terrible movie by any chance, but uh, it's entertaining. I, I, it not, it didn't make yeah. me like jump out of my seat excited. The ending wasn't anything special or ex- like different. Um, right. The acting wasn't anything special or different. So yeah. Uh, that's more or less uh, the other movie that I saw this week, The Princess. Uh, it's a very generic movie with a Joey King. That is amazing in this movie. She does, uh, she does a very cool uh, princess. Uh, it's too bad it's such a mediocre movie. Around her character, her character is definitely the best thing about the whole thing. I think this is came out on Hulu? Question mark. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Right. And, uh, yeah, no, I would give it a 5.5, I'm going to guess. But, uh, yeah, I think she deserves a better movie because she she was so good in it. Uh, it's a very stupid and clunky script and very, very shabby production <coughs> values. It's just like, yeah. What kind of princess is she, like, are we talking French, like... British. Oh yeah. Oh, it's no. She's uh, it's uh, the medieval, uh, medieval time in 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 England. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw everything everywhere all at once this week. Ooh. Uh, the price went down ev- like on all streaming services. So if anybody wants to go get this, I mean, it's definitely worth checking out. One of the best movies of the year yeah. for sure so far. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. I would say this is popcorn film though. Also, you know, it's like. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't say this is something that, like, the Academy is going to be like, oh, we got to vote for this or whatever. But at the same time, uh, as far as entertainment, m- like, blockbuster-type movie mixed with, like, an indie-type uh, being John Malkovich-type movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this is, like, the best kind of cross of those two worlds that I think you could ever have, really. Uh with lots of big actors, uh, Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, what James Hong was in it. Uh, Jenny Slate is like great in this. Uh, 
she's been in a lot of really good things mm-hmm. lately, I've noticed. Um, yeah, I gotta say, what did I give this? I gave it a, a 9. I mean, it's up. It's definitely one of the best movies of the year. I think one thing uh, that felt weird about it was I wasn't expecting it to be as popcorn movie as it was. I was expecting it to be a little more, <laughs> like... Um, serious? Yeah, serious, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. But the cool part about it is if you've ever... I, I don't know. I know Fro has followed this, but people listening, if you look into, like, the idea of Terrence McKenna's uh, theory of... What is it called? Um, uh, yeah, time wave theory, uh, which I think we covered probably in the main topic back in the day. I wouldn't be surprised if we did, right? Mm, sounds like so, something, something we would have covered, we right? Could cover. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was that is the bait, like his idea of time wave theory or novelty theory, which basically mm-hmm. said like when something really really weird happens, it is shown in like a graph that he created that shows like f- from the beginning to the end of time, and it shows like this is where something really strange happened and here's where novelty goes really far down. This whole thing was like when something really crazy or weird happens, that's when time can shift or when things can change. So knowing about that and then watching this movie, I think adds a whole lot to it also. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite movies of this year so far. I would be surprised if it does not end up in the top five for one of us at least. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There would have to be some really good movies that come out in the next few months for it to get bumped off. (laughs) Well, uh, sadly to tell you this, I, I, I don't know how surprised you will be, but, uh, Sadly, I have to tell you that uh, the new Jurassic Park was a shit movie, and I saw a Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of ten. So, just to, to tell you that, uh, that is how bad it is. It is. <sighs> I heard this was bad. And went into thinking, oh, this is going to be shit. Right. And I was utterly surprised of how shit it was. (laughs) It's like, when when you see Sam Neill there, and you see Laura Dern coming in, and you go, oh, Jeff Goldblum, it's so nostalgic. It's so trying. It's so trying to be the nostalgic factor that it's like you, you, you almost want to vomit because it's so shitly done. And that's that's what's sad about this movie. It's just so sadly misconsumed as a uh, as a medium. Like it, it's it, it's not even fun to see the the, the, the dinosaurs. Like I'm I, like I was uh, at least uh, there was will be some cool dinosaur scenes. No, fucking hell, this movie sucked. Shit, donkey balls. Three out of ten is is not. What I I think this is uh, this is worse than Fallen Kingdom, the second Jurassic Park. Oh, I hate this movie. Okay. Uh. Yep. Something we saw together, Blasted on Netflix. Uh, Blasted? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a... What is it called? 
Well, I'm seeing it in, like, Spanish for some reason. Why are you seeing it in Spanish? I think it's Spanish. That's it's definitely weird. not Norwegian. It's No! Kanaal... It is Norwegian. No, I'm saying the title I'm looking at is definitely not a Norwegian. It says Kanaal Extra Terra Estrada with, like, oh, yeah, yeah. upside-down exclamation yeah, no, point. <laughs> but it is a Norwegian. Yeah, I don't know why they put that as the title instead of either the English <laughs> title or the Norwegian title, which would make a lot more sense to me, but sure. Um, yeah, it's an alien movie, right? Alien yeah, takeover yeah. movie, but me and Fro both were kind of like, these aliens are acting a whole lot more like zombies than aliens, right? It is a zombie movie. It's a zombie alien movie, yeah. A, a body snatcher movie, I guess. Like, body snatchers, that was aliens, yes. but they were kind of zombie aliens, right? Yeah. Sure. Sure. It's a... It's a... Okay movie. It's not good. It's not great. It's, it's okay. It's, I think it's probably a 4.5 good, right? Yes. Yes. I would give it a 4.5. It's just... It's like... Yeah, I, w I, I was a little disappointed... One because it's Norwegian, and I, I want to see see that it's doing good. Uh, I think the, the the English dub was totally okay. Uh, the acting is is okay as well. Everything is very okay, but it's just like I want more than okay to be honest. I thought the cinematography could have been better. Definitely, I think the yeah some of the best parts are definitely the parts that like increase the score for me where the comedy is pretty funny like we mm -hmm. laughed a few times so uh in that way the special effects are terrible though yeah but in a way because it's a comedy you're not supposed to take them seriously it, it works better than if right. it was trying to be a serious sci-fi movie and the special effects were just as bad right um kind of mars that. attacks kind of level you know what i mean how that those special effects yes. were bad on purpose kind of thing yeah um but I don't know if that's what they were going for at all. But that's I, I can give it to them if that's what they were going for. Uh, but yeah, I think right. 4.5, even 4 would be a fair score. Yes, I agree. That was the last movie I saw as well. Yep, okay. Well, let's check out the trailer mm -hmm. for The Forgiven. It's 400 miles Ooh. to asthma. Long way to go for a party. Driving gloves. Is that still a thing people use? Well, you're supposed to kill people, yes. Oh, right. And they hit a guy with their car? Okay. It was an accident. Stepped out in front of us. You don't want the police showing up, poking their noses into everything. Is that uh, Doctor Who? Got into a car yeah. Drive, yeah. Which makes you an accessory. Whatever that guy's name is. Are you going to Mobile Weekend? Or are you going to enjoy yourself? Morbius' brother in Morbius. I'm sure he loves being in that movie. Yes. Because it got like a thousand percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so. Did he mention money? No. He wants you to return with them to bury the boy. It is customary in these parts. A boozy. Boozy biting saga? What is a boozy? What is boozy about it? They are all drinking all the time. Drinking? 
I love Jessica Chastain though. She's really cool. They didn't just hit him. They ran over him. Maybe more than once. What did they call it in your country? Roadkill. There's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. No fines. No I have a feeling the trailer is making it look way more exciting than it actually is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to say that his name is Matt something. Why did you come here? You're probably right. I probably knew his name at some point, but I don't remember it. Maybe it'll show us here in a second. Maybe not. Maybe. Nope. Nope. Definitely not. Nope. 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 So, what is this Oscar-nominated movie? Movie? Movie all about? The Forgiven. While driving to a party at a grand villa, a wealthy couple on the verge of divorce accidentally hit and kill a young Moroccan man who was selling fossils on the roadside. Uh, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. 64% on... Rotten Tomatoes, 65% on Metacritic, and 67% of Google users liked it? Why are these all so close? That's really yeah, weird. Yeah, that is very... That's... That's very close. I want to look that, at... What if the audience... Close. If the audience score is somewhere in the mid-60s, I'm going to be creeped out. <laughs> oh, it's 45%. All right, so... It actually okay. goes down in the audience score. Whew. Whew. Yeah. This does seem like a movie critics uh, would enjoy more than regular people. Yeah. yeah. Matt Smith, by the way. Yeah. It's such a generic yeah. name. It's <laughs> That's yeah. like the most generic name possible, at least in America. <laughs> Couldn't get more generic if you tried, I think. I went to the IMDb. Uh, mm -hmm. I got a good one and a bad one. Not a lot of... Uh, not a lot of stuff about this, to be honest, but 10 out of 10, great movie from Palcor 1. These are movies that make you think and get to know more about yourself. This is one of those movies. The story, the script, the actors are amazing. The scenery and the pictures are also really good. I could watch this many times and no notice new things. Also, the characters felt real, uh, but 1 out of 10, boring, and it's dragging and dragging uh ish ish hit bar two says waste of time spending time on this movie movie story is like what if someone killed your son and you kill that culprit and that ends their story it's a damn boring movie okay okay sound like david 79 on Rotten Tomatoes says Ralph finds uh, give it half a star by the way okay Ralph finds and Jessica wasted their talent the plot the storyline it moved painstakingly slow it was unnerving I have only walked out, out out of two movies in my life this was one of them massive waste of money but the margaritas we ordered was good <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. And uh, then Barley S. gave it full star, uh, five star. It says, striking location and great cast. Chesterton and Fines were great. The local characters, including the father of the boy, were excellent. The kind of movie that has uh, you uh, dis uh, discussing 
uh, you could uh, uh, what you would have done if you were in the character's shoe. Okay, coming. Oh, other movies that came out last week are accepted. Uh, an ambitious student of the TM Laundry Prep School enjoys. Uh, a remarkable 100% acceptance rate in the country's most elite colleges uh, until an explosive New York Times article exposed the controversial teaching methods of its dynamic founder. Let's see, this has got uh, 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. I'm not seeing any other scores, so. Wow. That was, but uh, it sounded interesting. I guess so. It doesn't look, it doesn't look super interesting to me from the at least from the poster. Maybe it is. Uh, Clara Sola uh, is a movie coming out in a remote village in Costa Rica. Clara, a thirty-six-year-old woman, uh, takes off uh, on a journey to break free from the social and religious uh, co conversations that become the master of her sexuality and newfound powers. Okay. Uh, this has 6.9 out of IM, uh, 10 on IMDb, 95 on Rotten Tomatoes, and 80% of Metacritic, and 75% of, uh, of Google users like this movie. All right, let's see. Make sure this movie is actually still coming out because I'm not seeing. That is why I skipped it. Yeah, I'm just going to go to <laughs> Mr. Malcolm's List. We'll just skip over that one. Uh, Mr. Malcolm's List. In 19th century England, a wealthy young lady named Julia engages in courtship with Mr. Malcolm, a mysterious wealthy suitor, unaware that he has a list of qualities required for a future wife. Uh, 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 85% of Google users liked it. Uh, let's see who, anybody, Theo James is in it, uh, Frida Pinto, mm. uh, yeah. Uh, then a documentary, Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen, A Journey, A Song, a definitive exploration of uh, the singer-songwriter Leonard Cohen as seen through the prisons of his intentional renowned hymn Hallelujah with interviews with Bob Dylan, Brandy Cartile, Eric Search, a lot of people. Uh, 7.3 uh, out of 10 on IMDb and 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. You want to hear the most propaganda-sounding uh, description for a movie ever, Fro? I do. Sniper White Raven, after his pregnant wife is killed by militants, an eccentric pacifist enlists to fight as a sniper in Donbass, Ukraine, vowing vengeance for both his wife and his comrades. Uh, 7.8 out of 10 wow. on IMDb, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.2 out of 5 on iTunes, 79% of Google users liked it. Uh, nobody I know in it. Cool. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Yay. <laughs> another <laughs> kind of those movies. Yep. That's what we need. And yet another Minions movie. This has been hype oh, the Jesus. crap out of, like, so much hype, at least on, like, everything I've been watching, like, on YouTube and everything else. Is it because Russell Brandon is, is in the movie? I, yeah, exactly why. No, I, I think it's just Minions. I don't know, for some reason, 
they, they think the internet likes minions, I guess. Sean Claude Van Damme is in this movie? How the fuck kept... Okay. And then in the 1970s, young group tries to join a group of supervillains called, called the v Vicious Six after uh, Alster leader. The leader fighter Wild Knuckles. When the injury turns disastrous, Gru and the minions go on the run with this uh, Vicious Six hot on their tails. Luckily, he finds an unlikely source for guidance. Wild Knuckles himself soon discovers even bad guys need help from their friends. Sorry, that is such a silly shit description. Seven, sorry, 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, 60% on Metacritic, and 94% of Google users like this movie. With Sean Claude Van Damme. Uh, Codename Banshee. Caleb, a former government assassin in hiding, resurfaces when his protege, an equally deadly killer known as the Banshee, discovers a bounty has been placed on Caleb's head. Now they must put the past behind them and join together one last time to fight off the secret CIA-backed killers who threaten to destroy both of them. 3.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 5, oh, 4.5 uh, on Movie Insider, uh, 0, 0. On Rotten Tomatoes, but it's only got five ratings, so. Mm. Well, we'd both agree that Minion System we're both looking most forward to, to see, of course, because holy fuck, that looks t terrible. But uh, what is the real it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, are any of the rest of these any better than Minions? Like, no, no, not really. I mean, I guess Forgiven is like. Uh, or accept it? I mean, what are you thinking? None of these I really want to see. I'm thinking, well, I'm a big fan of Leonard Cohen, so... I oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that. I agree. Um, we're yeah. going Hallelujah. What was the What was <laughs> yeah. the whole title? Hallelujah, Leonard Journey... Leonard Cohen's A Journey, A Song Movie. Right. Yeah. I want to see that, actually. I've. Uh, it's one of the best concerts I've ever been to was Leonard... Cohen in Norway, he hold on for like three and a half hours or four and a half hours concert. Wow! Yeah, yeah, was really good. Uh, coming next week, we will do news of the week. We will TV and movies of the week. We'll do the Bear episode three review, and then we will do Tor Love and Thunder. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Exciting. I, I don't really care about this movie, but sure. <laughs> Me neither. I haven't even seen the new. I haven't seen the newest uh, Doctor Strange movie, even though it's on uh, Disney Plus. Oh yeah, I knew that was out at least. I was never gonna watch it. I, th I actually saw the first one, didn't I? I watched the first Doctor Strange. Uh, the doc the first the Doctor Strange is really good. It was fine. I mean, it was still just a silly superhero movie, but like, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm still not interested in going and seeing this one. Uh, like, seeing the first one wasn't enough for me to, to pique my interest, I guess, as a non-superhero movie fan. Right. What is your favorite uh, uh, 
uh, like superhero movie of all time? I mean, of all time, uh, I don't know of all time. Mm. I mean, that's kind of a general. I mean, uh, does Blank Man count? Blank with Man. Damon Wayans. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's such a, re- a weird reference. Yeah, I mean, that's a superhero movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Doctor, no, what, what was it? Uh, the Earth guy was called again. The Earth Planet? guy? Yeah, pl- was it Planet Earth? Yeah. Oh, Captain Planet. That, that's not it a movie. It was mo- a super. That's a TV Captain show. Captain Planet, yes. That's a TV show, though, not a movie. Yeah. Oh, that's that's true. What was the superhero yeah, the movie by Trey Parker and Matt Stone? What was that one? Or um, uh, Orgasmo. Orgasmo. That's a pretty good superhero movie. Yeah. So I'm gonna either go Blank yeah, Man, yeah. Blank Man with Damon Wayans and <laughs> David Allen Greer, or Orgasmo. Those are my favorite superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dark Knight is the real answer. I loved Blank Man when I was a kid, though. I really did. Like non-ironically, I really did yeah. enjoy that movie when I was younger. Okay. It's so. Th- th- I quoted that line from it so much when he's like. Uh, he makes the bulletproof suit and he goes into the alley and yeah. he's fighting the guy and he's beating him up and he keeps shooting him. He's like, why won't you die? And the bum's like, why don't you just shoot him in the head? And I, I, I use that line. Why don't you just shoot him in the head? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, shoot him in the head. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. We are silly. Uh, Jeremy Round... Uh, yeah, Jeremy Ram, what happened this week? Uh, well, I mean, that it wasn't just this week, but what's going on with that Ezra Miller guy? That's a, that's a story Jesus and a half. Jesus Christ, yeah. I mean, oh, what the gosh. hell? <laughs> yeah. It went from, like, everybody's, like, loving him to this fucking weirdo. Col- a cult, apparently? He's got, like, a compound oh, yeah. where he's, keep like, keeping women in it? Like... Possibly against their will, like young women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I showed you one of the coolest Nerf guns this week. That was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Who d- who did that? I don't remember who. I, mean, I saw the thing, but who was the creator of it? I don't know. I don't remember one either. Of the Nerf gun creators, a Jalhorn Rocket from Destiny. Destiny. Right. Okay. That's the firm, I'm going to guess. I have no idea, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see, anything else happened this week, YouTube-wise? I'm, I'm trying to think. Not really. Oh, well, I mean, H3 got COVID. It seems like the COVID thing is, like, on the rise. I know some, I know multiple people right. now uh, in my, like, around me who have gotten COVID. This new strain of COVID, I guess, is, like, really, it's making a comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody... Wear your mat. Put masks on again if you weren't wearing a mask in the stores and things. It's it's time to go back to that old, not maybe a full on lockdown because most of us are actually like vaccinated now. But it's definitely the people I know that have gotten it have all been vaccinated. So like multiple yeah. vaccines and they still got it. So this new strain, you know, it's it's out there. Just be careful, I guess. Uh, Andrew Callahan went on first three fees. That was fun. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch it yet, but I did see that it was out. And that's one that I don't usually watch them because 
I'm not usually yeah. interested in the guest, but that's one that I would be interested to watch. Right. My guess is he turns it around and starts asking questions to, to what's his name. Is that what happened? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. That's kind of his style. Yeah, he always tries to turn yeah. it around on people. Uh, his 4th of July thing was really good. Andrew Covenant's 4th of July. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't very long. I mean, compared to like his normal uploads, it wasn't very long, I guess. Um, uh, that's, that's what she said. That's what she said. Jordan Peterson, obviously, making a complete fool of himself this oh week. Oh, my God. I think, Why? Oh, yeah. And Shut then, the did fuck you, up. Did you see the thing from, Ugh. what's her name, Macy Gray? Yes, she became a turf this week. Why the fuck? Multiple Macy people. Gray? Yeah, are coming what? out as like. I don't know. There's like this serious transphobic hate right now that's going on, not just from the right what wing at all. That? It's coming from like these weird left wing turf people. I, yeah. They feel that, as I'm to understand, turfs think that like they've fought so hard for women's rights over the, all these years, and that they don't want to give it to people mm. to to what they consider men. And it's like men, yeah, right. Yeah. They they feel like, and that's such a dumb way to look at it. Like. I don't know, it's just as stupid as, like, anything that, like, Ben Shapiro espouses, I think, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah, he was also, like, uh, out. Why is he becoming so popular? Why is Ben Shapiro Oh, he's been popular popular? for a long time. What do you mean? Oh. He's, like, one of the most popular YouTube channels, like, out there. He's, like, in the top ten, I know for sure. Which is... crazy, but I don't know. People like Ben Shapiro. It's really weird. Uh, Why? Uh, he's like a weasel. He sounds like a little weasel to me, but everybody else <laughs> for some reason thinks it, that's cool, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan thing has also been this week. Like, Oh, the Trump thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yes. Right, that's a good thing to talk about. Yeah, Rogan said... He would never have Trump on, and then conservatives got really mad at him for that. But, it, yeah. I mean, he said, I don't want to help Trump out. But then didn't he have, maybe, um, did, he, did he have DeSantis on or not? Or he's going to have DeSantis on? I, I think he's going to have DeSantis on. Right. So, it, yeah, um, he doesn't want to help Trump, but he'll help the guy going against right. Trump. So it means, like, he's anti-Trump, right, in a way? Sure. Yeah. Because DeSantis is so much better than Trump. I think he's worse. He's the guy I was talking about last week, right? The actual politician who's not a buffoon as much as Trump is. I know. He's I the know. scarier one out of the two to me, because at least Trump is an idiot. I mean, DeSantis is an also, also an idiot, but in a whole different way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no. Yeah, did I write it's anything else down? Oh, the board eight yacht club thing that we I talked about last week oh, that you yes. saw, but you didn't, yes. you hadn't seen it yet. So what do you, what do you think? Uh, I think they were tr- uh, stretching a little hard in the beginning. I was like, eh, "Come on, you're you're stretching it a little." Right. Uh, but then then I was like, "Okay, if you stretch a hundred things to comply around like your narrative, then then it's." There, there's a saying: "There's no smoke without fire." Right, and it felt a little like that. You were kind of chasing the smoke, and then you kind of saw uh, what what they were talking about. So, 
Do I agree with them? Yes. Am I am I thinking they they started out a little stretchy? Yes. <laughs> but I think they had to build the case over the course of the video. Is that what you're saying? Kind yes, of. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yes. I think. Yeah. You see, if you get into it, maybe uh, whatever thirty minutes in, and you're kind of like, "All right, well, there's been a lot of things you said here, but a lot of them can be explained by by this or that." But by the end, it's kind of like there's mm-hmm. so many things that you can't really deny all of it as a whole. Yeah, I agree with you there, but. I think what I said to you is, and that was also made as an argument in the documentary that they could just be, you know, trolls. They're just, uh, they don't actually have these beliefs. They're just doing it to be edgelords kind of thing. But, and mm. then some people are on the side of, well, does that even matter? Cause they're like putting this out there or, mm. you know, because they don't have, don't actually believe this. Is it just, is it not as bad? I don't know. That's a weird gray area that I, I have a hard time deciding whether I think it is or not, like if they meant it as a, as a troll, I don't know. It seems to me that if it was a troll, that there would be other, uh, symbolism from other like authoritarian, like there would be Stalinistic imagery in there and Maoist imagery in there, not just Nazi imagery. But at the same time, maybe the documentary is one-sided in that it didn't look for those other things and just included, the Nazi imagery. You see what I'm saying? So that's, I'd, right. I'd have to do my own investigation or see another documentary in the future. So, uh, Gordon Ramsay totally destroyed a Mr. Beast video. That was funny. Did he? Uh, oh Beast. yeah. The Mr. Yes. Beast video. Right. Uh, yes. He was trying to get, uh, not eat food for 30 days. I don't, uh, is that even possible? I didn't, I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> It is. I guess so. Like he went to doctors and they were saying it was okay and everything. Man. Yeah, after fourteen days, uh, fourteen. I think, I think after fourteen days, Gordon Ramsay were there and making food and he made Jimmy eat <laughs> food. Right, because so, it was like a super yeah, delicious so sandwich. But I have a feeling that they were probably yes. like, okay, he can't go any further. Let's bring in Gordon Ramsay and wrap this up in a funny way more than anything, right. probably. But I think, yeah, I think that was a good way to do it. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, it wasn't that interesting of a video, even though it probably... It wasn't. It, it wasn't. No. Right. But, it, like, the clickbait was for sure there. I mean, yes. people are going to click on that, like, 100%. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, anything else? I'm trying to think if there was anything weird or strange. No, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, uh yeah, I want to congratulate the, uh, 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 gosh, he is Simon with his engagement. Simon from uh, Simon uh, from the gosh, all of a sudden, uh, Simon. Got engaged with his girlfriend. Oh, the side Simon from the Sidemen. Right, that sounds yes. <laughs> that's that is hard to remember. Okay, uh, I, I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I didn't know. Yeah, uh, I didn't hear that at they, all. They've been yeah, no, they they've been together for a long time, and she's super cute, and they look very super cute together. All right, cool. Uh, cool. Well, good for them. Happy for them. Good for them. Yes. 
when am I going to get engaged? <laughs> Maybe find someone to get engaged with first. That would probably be the first step uh, yeah. on your way there. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.